right now I want to welcome Allie. Allie, you've got a five-year-old son, and you're worried about his behavior? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, what's up? Well, um, like I was telling your assistant there, I was just wondering your opinion, if you could tell me a little bit about that condition, because I haven't really done a lot of research on it, the hyperactive or ADD. Okay, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. That's yes, ma'am. A big, a big mouthful. ADHD for <laughs> short, right? When you're when you're on a friendly basis. Yeah. So tell me what your son is doing. Well, for and one, he can... doesn't like to sit still for very long. Okay. <laughs> and he's constantly moving, constantly going, and it's like you know the noise. He makes uh, we, me and my husband joke about it. We're like, it's almost like we have three kids. Oh, oh all packed into one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, What's yeah, the noise I'm, he makes? Oh, you mean just the love? Like he's having a war with himself and this imaginary friend or something. Yeah. You know, and it really does almost. Oh, he's going to show us. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing with, what is it? You want to add your two cents in? See? <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it just, you know. I don't know. I don't know too much about it. So okay. I'm wondering. Well, let me tell you my take on it, and then I'll give you the information on it. My take on it is way too many kids are labeled and diagnosed and have to carry this label through life that they have some problem with them called attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or attention deficit disorder, meaning they're not focused. It's a, a, um, it used to call be called minimal brain damage but how many parents want to label their kids with minimal brain damage serious? yeah so they changed the name and then it become the it became the disease du jour in psychology and it is uh, in my estimation it is labeled far too often for normally healthy rambunctious adventurous kids who have tired parents who are worn down and that if that with many of the kids or families that I saw you know a few I thought had had the diagnosis but I thought many of the kids were absolutely delightful, and they, the parents just needed some R&R and some wonderful parenting skills. And it, it How does one go about doing that? I have actually taken a parenting class and, and tried to utilize the techniques I learned there, and to me, it doesn't work. Okay, and I, and wanna... I even do the that's one, that's two, that's three, and like he spends so much time and time out, it's like, ah. Yeah, and then time out becomes, sometimes it becomes pointless. The kids don't yeah. care anymore. It's just like, okay, yeah, we're doing exactly. time out now. It's a, and there's, there's a much better way to parent. I do want to give you your information on ADHD, too, um, also. But the parenting books, the gold standard of parenting is... Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. Ugh. I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. (laughs) Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. The parenting books, the gold standard of parenting is uh, how to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk. 
Okay, can you repeat that one more time? How, how to talk, to to talk kids, do a listen. Yeah, how to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk. The book's available at my website, drkenner.com. I didn't write it. I read those books when my kids were little tots, and I became a much, much better parent than I ever would have without those books. When I say okay. those books, the authors okay. didn't just... It gives just, me hope because I love to read anyway. So. Oh, th- these are fun books. These are not written by psychologists with psychobabble these are written by mothers who just had been to it had heard one psychologist talk of an influence of a very very easy on the mind approach for both parents and children without letting yourself be a pushover and without um, without having to be that authoritarian, you get in your room now. It's bedtime right. now. So it's none of the above. You're not whatever you want to do, kids. It's a way that helps you give your kids uh, guidance that lasts for a lifetime. And it helps you learn how to communicate not only with your kids, but someone else who's in your house, your right. spouse. It's the same, ski- the same skills that I learned as a therapist in highfalutin terms are in that book in comic strips. <laughs> so it's, there's also a website, uh, guideyourchild.com. Okay, I'm writing this down, guideyourchild.com. Right, Cornelia Lockich guy, gives information and I think has a, a email new, e-sign or e- email newsletter you can get. Uh, you can ask her questions. Oh, yeah, she'll be coming. What's com- her name? What's her it's, name on the e-sign? Uh, Cornelia Lockich, L-O-C-K, Lock. L-O-C-K-E-I. L-O-C-K-I-T-C-H. Got it. <laughs> yeah, she, she's a wonderful uh, woman. So she usually deals with the little ones and as opposed to teenagers or whatnot. Um, yeah, he's so my she, only one, she may so. be a good uh, source of support. So saying all that, um, my, uh, my son was very rambunctious and delightful and playful. When I came home, I never knew what room in the house he was playing in with the babies, you know, the babysitter. He'd be sleeping in different rooms, find little cubby holes. And he is so spontaneous and fun as an adult. You don't want to kill that in your kids. So given all that, I don't want to totally wipe out the fact that some kids do have minimal brain damage. But I wouldn't jump to the conclusion that yours does if all he's doing well, is not. Well, he can read and write. He draws all the time. And, and yeah, his, his I wouldn't. Reading skill yeah. are, he's not reading yet, but everything that's leading up to him being able to read. So, um, I mean, he can do all those things. And he so has you, no problem with motor skills, your, like walking a straight line. In or, listening to me, do you think he's got a ten, he's got some disorder? Or do you think he's a normal kid and you could use some help? I use a normal kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I won't even, I could give you the definition, but you can look it up on the oh, web God. for attention deficit disorder if you wanted to. Most kids meet the criteria. That's the problem, that the way the criteria is set, too many kids, too many healthy kids meet the criteria. And yeah, that scares me because I don't want him, like you said. I don't, I don't want him labeled. Label. So I would just relabel my kid with the, with his teachers or with everyone. I would just say, oh, I have an adventurous kid or I have a scientist. I have a little hey, developing, that's curious that's scientist. And you reframe it all. Instead of it being a problem, isn't it wonderful that he's under the table during the Thanksgiving meal playing a game rather than just <laughs> sitting there? Yeah, it is. How dull to be sitting with adults at a Thanksgiving table. You know, yeah. so I would, I just have such, I love kids so much 
and I just love to see the ones that have that spark of life, like the Mark oh, Twain. Not life, that's for sure. Yeah, just but like if you got enough life for three, or four. right? But if you need rest and relaxation, if you need to to figure that out for yourself, how you and your hubby can find some time for yourself, you may need yeah. some outside help. It could be family, or it could be a babysitter. We had babysitters, and we screened them very well, and my kids loved them. And boy, did we need them. We needed the breaks from the kids and things, you know, we had, we loved their childhood and they did too. Listen, thank you so much for the call, Alan. Thank you. Okay. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. Toll free, 1-877-DRKENNER. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. You going to the party? Well, actually, I think I'm going to pass. Oh, come on, Doc. You got to at least have a drink. Give him a hug. That is precisely what I'm trying to avoid. Since when did we become a society of huggers? God, we hug for everything nowadays. I mean, hello, hug. Congratulations, hug. Nice haircut, hug. It's absurd. I mean, if we want to express some real emotion for someone, I mean, where does that have to go? You know, I think you're way too uptight about that. No, 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 I see the doc's point. We all have different ways of saying goodbye. And that's from Frasier, obviously. And think in your own life, in your own family, when the holidays come around and you have to get near that relative who says, oh, come on, give me a big bear hug. Give, Come on, come over to me. I haven't seen you in so long. And you're going, oh, my God, I can't stand this person. How do I deal with this? Well, you can always call me. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And how do you deal with difficult family situations, whether it's with a relative that you don't enjoy being around or with a partner, or maybe you want to get closer to someone. Maybe you want to have the ability to feel warmer around people and not feel like such a loner. We can talk about that, too. Nothing's coming to my mind. Again, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and I'm a clinical psychologist. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And my website is drkenner.com. You can always visit that. I've got information up there, books to read, and um, articles and links. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. It is important to introspect and to do so with the attitude that it's exciting and fascinating to come to understand yourself. What is the worst thing you can discover? That you have mistaken ideas or poor thinking methods, and these can be corrected. Many individuals don't know how to introspect effectively and efficiently, but at least they make honest attempts to understand their emotions, and they make some headway. Even keeping a journal when one experiences unsettled emotions or talking things through with a trusted friend or if needed a therapist helps with self-understanding you can download chapter one for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the selfish path to romance at amazon.com